0: Welcome to CEO and Founder Magic, the podcast for entrepreneurs with stories to tell about your success. I'm Sheila Clefcorn, professional fractional CMO for B2B companies and host of the podcast. I'm deeply committed to transforming the world through technology, one company at a time. So stick with me until the end of the show and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest with just 15 to 20 minutes of your time. I'm glad you're here. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the CEO and Founder Magic podcast. I am thrilled today to have Steve Zalstra from the Arizona Technology Council right here in Arizona. The Tech Council can be found at aztechcouncil.org. Welcome, Steve.
1: It's great to be here. Thank you, Sheila.
0: Well, let's start us off. Just tell us a little bit about the Arizona Technology Council.
1: Yes. Well, the council is a a statewide trade association uh, representing uh, about 750 uh, technology companies. We do uh, public policy advocacy on behalf of the tech sector. We do about between 100 and 150 events a year. We have a number of publications, a magazine, a newsletter, a couple podcasts like this. And uh, We also negotiate lower-cost products and services for our members. Uh, We run an association health plan, a 401k program. So a full-service trade association uh, representing technology-based companies.
0: So I know that you're involved with tech councils or tech associations all over the country. Arizona has one of the largest, but if some of our listeners are not in Arizona, what should they look for uh, for those kinds of resources in their state?
1: Well, uh, we have a national organization called the Tech Councils of North America, and there are about 63 tech councils uh, around the U.S. and in Canada. And uh, so you can go to the Techno website uh, and uh, it lists all of the tech councils around the U.S. So if you need to find the one in your
0: state, uh, go to techno.org. That's great. Well, we have loved being a part of the Arizona Technology Council. It's one of the most uh, positive, inclusive uh, organizations that we've ever been involved in. And the the great thing is it's a a group of leaders of technology companies working together to help advance the whole industry. And you're definitely a thought leader in that. You publish a lot of content uh, related to technology Um, What are some of the things that you are seeing in the environment right now that you might give as advice for CEOs and founders of technology companies?
1: Well, uh, currently, the tech industry is booming in Arizona. Uh, Our economy continues to boom. And uh, the number one issue that our members are facing is talent. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's just not enough of it. we worked over the last couple of years with an entity called Pipeline um, AZ, and you can find that at pipelineaz.com. And uh, any technology company can post their open positions there for free. There are tens of thousands of people that are uh, on on the platform and using the platform, and uh, it's really a good way to uh, find talent and to promote your organization to people out there that are looking for work.
0: Yeah, it's really a model. We've used it. it it's helped us because finding talent for our marketing agency that that primarily serves technology companies has been a challenge for us as well. So whether you're a CEO or a founder of a technology company or a company who serves uh, technology companies or even companies in construction or Uh, SAS platforms, those kinds of things, Um, it can be really a great thing, and we have a lot of great talent in Arizona. It's one of the fastest growing states uh, in the nation. So that's exciting. One, one exciting
1: One exciting aspect of that is that they now have a relationship with the Arizona Department of Education, And all kids going through K through 12 will have uh, access to the career exploration uh, aspects of that website. So as we all know, we need to get kids started as early as possible and focusing on STEM. Absolutely. That's such a good point.
0: So Steve, tell me a little bit about your journey uh, through technology. You've been a leader in different states. You've been a leader across many different tech uh, sectors. Tell me a little bit about your journey. I think that would be inspiring for our listeners.
1: Well, uh, I I went to Western Michigan University and have a degree in engineering. I started my career at the Ford Motor Company, but quickly moved on to Ford Aerospace and then spent about 20 years uh, with four different aerospace companies, two very large ones, two very small ones. I came to Arizona first in 1984 uh, to run the Western Research Center of General Pneumatics Corporation, which focused in the field of cryogenics, and uh, so I I am a a real technologist, um, but As early as 1985, I started a a precursor to the Arizona Tech Council called the Arizona Innovation Network. And uh, so that's how I got involved with the discipline I'm involved with now, and that is supporting technology companies. So because of the work I was doing primarily as a volunteer here in Arizona, I got recruited to run the Pittsburgh Technology Council, which Mm -hmm. I did for almost uh, eight years, and then got recruited back here. Uh, to take over the Arizona Technology Council. So it's been a a great uh, career trajectory. I've enjoyed every minute of it. I have a passion for technology and for uh, STEM. And uh, of course, here in Arizona, things have changed profoundly. Uh, I mean, it was really, technology was nascent when I first uh, got here in Arizona, and now it's exploding and uh, we're on the precipice of being one of the major tech hubs in the United States.
0: Absolutely, I think it, it. You know, so many technology companies are expanding into Arizona. There's so many great things about uh, moving a headquarters, whether you're in electronic vehicles like Nikola or Rivian, um, uh, companies that uh, expanding in cybersecurity in Arizona for all kinds of reasons. It's just really a hotbed for technology, um, and so many great collaborations are happening. Uh, with companies, with the Tech Council, with the Arizona Commerce Authority. Um, it's an exciting place to be, and you know your leadership has been a big part of that. Thank so you for
1: if- that. Um, I'd like to um, mention some of the difficulties uh, that yeah. I faced, the challenges I faced over my career. So uh, I took over the Pittsburgh Technology Council and several other economic development organizations in April of 2000. Uh, that's just as the uh, internet bubble burst, and that's the dot com uh, burst. Dot com burst, and uh, you know it was a very difficult time uh, for the t- for the tech industry. And then I came back here, and of all times, January two thousand eight, to take over the Arizona Technology Council. So. Um, in both situations, uh, really operating in a very difficult time uh, economically, and uh, you know that created—I uh, don't know—resilience uh, in the way I uh, in the way I operate. It uh, you know forced me to uh, be very frugal, uh, at the, particularly at the beginning and. Uh, I think that uh, that frugality, um, and, and what I mean by that is being cost-effective and efficient and uh, mm-hmm. productive in everything that you do, carried over into the COVID situation. Um, because COVID uh, was another dilemma for us because when you think about it, we do 100 to 150 events a year, and all of a sudden we couldn't do those. Uh, and you know those are revenue generated. And also we're a membership based organization, very difficult time to extract dollars from a company when it doesn't know what's gonna happen next. So, uh, but those experiences gave me uh, a lot of capability and tools to be able to manage through that process. Uh, I'm happy to say that uh, we didn't lay anyone off. We didn't cut any programs. Um, We just really cut back, lean back, uh, and I learned that through those other two very difficult economic times.
0: And you've just done a, an amazing job with that. What do you think? What advice would you have for CEOs or founders in terms of how to manage their mindset? I mean, we are moving into a recession now, just coming off of COVID. Uh, I talked to CEOs and founders who are feeling stressed. So, what's what's the secret to that agility um, and that mindset?
1: Well, you know, I believe in the philosophy. uh, A a friend of mine, Dr. George Land, wrote a Pulitzer-nominated book called Grow or Die. And, uh, you know, I believe in that philosophy. You've got to continuously be growing. But when you're faced with that kind of a dilemma, that kind of a a challenge, your mindset must change. You really have to pull back and uh, rein everything in and position yourself to take off when the economy allows it again. So, uh, you know, you get rid of everything that's extraneous. Um, you uh, try to be effective and productive at everything that you do do. And as a result of that, you you uh, are able to weather the storm. And uh, that's what we did through through COVID recently.
0: And I know being on your board that, that you've done that very, very well and really provided a model That that many other membership organizations have looked to. So, uh, great kudos to you for that. Yeah,
1: we we had to renegotiate our lease. We had to renegotiate our relationship with our advocacy organization. You you look at everything, right? To uh, Mm -hmm. it's all about cash flow. It's about managing the cash flow in those down times, and uh, that's what's critical.
0: Well, and I think even in addition to those sort of internal things, you did a lot. Uh, in the community to help foster more collaboration. So you have organizations that provide pro bono services to your your membership organization. You really look to have uh, a lot of innovative thinking about how could we do this? How could we still do it better than we were doing it before, but do it with less? And so I think that's a really powerful message for our CEOs and founders, many of whom are trying to do the same things right now.
1: That, that's exactly right. And KEO is a, is a major con- contributor to the Arizona Technology Council. And thank you for that. But, but you're right. I mean, you have to develop relationships long term that will weather these kinds of uh, situations. And, uh, you know, in certain, si- cert- certain situations, you may have to get pro bono services from folks uh, to continue. And we were successful in being able to do that.
0: Yeah, I think I think more organizations are, are thinking about that all the time. I mean, it's really why we offer a fractional marketing program where you can get fractional marketing leadership as well as a team of senior leaders to provide marketing services, because for so many tech companies, especially if you're in the like. 2 million to $50 million range, you've got to compete against much larger companies. And it's difficult to do that without having the budget to support that. So I think there's just a lot of innovation going in the fractional everything space. So yes. fractional CFOs, fractional CMOs, fractional um, controller services, those kinds of things. And I think companies need to think about how can I um, you know, lease basically lots of the services that I used to pay full price for. Um, And that's really valuable going into the recession. Um, Certainly uh, we're not out of COVID, but the position that we're in with COVID right now. And I think that you've done that very successfully.
1: Well, it's a good point. Uh, We in fact moved from having a full-time finance person to uh, fractional Controller, mm-hmm. as you said, uh, we use YPTC and uh, it's worked out really well for us because we have extraordinary talent working, you know, part of the time and uh, ends up we get a better job than we if we had a full time person.
0: Yeah, because you'd have to find a lower level full time person. Yeah. So this is the way that you can get senior level talent on a fractional basis. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Steve, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Um, I always love hearing you speak uh, anywhere. Um, You've done so much for the industry of technology and particularly here in Arizona. Um, Really excited about the things that you're continuing to do. And um, if one of our listeners or or several of our listeners wanted to get in touch with you, how would they best do that?
1: Well, uh, our uh, website is aztechcouncil.org. And my email address is szylstra, which is Z-Y-L-S-T-R-A at aztechcouncil.org.
0: Great. Well, thanks for being on the show, Steve. For all of our listeners, we'll be back again with more CEO and founder magic. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Sheila.
0: Thank you for listening to CEO and Founder Magic, the podcast for entrepreneurs with stories to tell about your success. If you felt like this podcast interview captured your story, would you share it on social media? It's easy. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social account. Be sure to use hashtag CEO Founder Magic and tag anyone you think would be a great guest i love to see your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. So to be sure you don't miss any episodes, please subscribe and we'll be excited to have you listen. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. And if you know of other business to business company CEOs who have compelling stories and who might like to be on this program as well, please visit K E O. Dot bz slash book today that's keo dot bz slash book today and if you want to know more about our fractional cmo program just go to our website do a, a search on services for fractional cmo or you can follow me on linkedin facebook and instagram at keo marketing thanks for listening we'll see you next time i'm sheila cluffhorn and it's been a pleasure having you on ceo and founder magic